to episode six of Orlando Out of Context. I'm Brian. I'm Stephanie. And please make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context and visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcast app, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, YouTube, and now we're on Spotify as well. So today we're going to talk about what's been going on with us for the last few weeks because we we did talk about Dua Lipa. Then I was um, vacationing with my family on Anna Maria Island, which is not too far. It's about a two-hour drive. It's just south of St. Petersburg. And then Stephanie had family visiting as well. So we're going to talk about uh, those things. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Sunrail updates, which is interesting because this is something that Stephanie has on here that I was not aware about. And I think we'll probably mix in probably a few other things potentially as well. But uh, stay tuned all the way through. Get all the information, all the deets. So let's talk about Dua Lipa and our experience such a good concert yeah it was a it was a really good concert it was it was a really nice concert we didn't we had a great spot too yeah we, we had came a super spot. late because we didn't want the fuckery of the waiting in the line um and we just were able to sneak in on the second floor like close to the stage on the side and it was nice. Yeah, and nobody pushing. Uh, yeah, I was. Af- I was afraid that there was going to be a nice viewpoint. I was, I was afraid that there was going to be lots of pushing. Yeah, but I feel that there wasn't a lot of pushing at all. And uh, I, I give kudos to House of Blues because we were standing in a location where the people who reserve the what do they call it the luge seating the luge or something or the that's called the luge something? basically it is a section so we got the, the details from the bouncer that was basically policing this area and we knew about this area but it doesn't show up on like ticketmaster for sales like when you when we went to buy our tickets all it was was general admission but he told us that you know you can purchase to sit in these seats so basically that way you could just do whatever you wanted and then the minute the show starts they let you in, and you go sit in your seat. So when we're going in the future, we got to look into how to get those seats, because definitely they half would of be them were empty. It. Well, people just paid for it and didn't show. But that's True. why I have to say that I really give props to House of Blues and their staff, their security for pe- keeping people out of there who didn't belong in there. Because if they didn't, we would have our view would have been blocked. Yeah. Um, because we were in a location where if they were sneaking on, on the other side of the rope, can, and it happened a few times, um, then we our view would have been blocked because we were following the rules. Yes. So I do have to say uh, kudos to House of Blues for making it a great experience. I never was pushed or shoved. Uh, entering was seamless. 
we went in la- kind of last minute. We didn't wait in line, like Stephanie said. And then leaving, we knew because we started. <laughs> we went running out. I started calculating because we were in the further. We were at the very furthest point from the only, the one and only exit for the building. Yeah, I asked the security guard. I said, "All right, is there just one exit, or there's another exit?" He said, "No, there's one exit." So then, at that point, I was like, "All right, <laughs> we got to figure out how we're gonna get the heck out of book here. Get out of here because uh, I don't want to be stuck amongst all those." Uh, uh, people so uh, i we were st- i started to calculate okay what songs does dua have left uh and she had um i don't give a fuck left and she had um new rules left so i was like okay as soon as new rule new rule those are going to be the last two songs and Deuces sure enough were out. <laughs> sure enough that those were the last two songs as soon as like halfway through new rules uh we left our spot and got out of there, and we d- I didn't deal with any crowds. I thought it was kind of short, though. I thought the concert was kind of short. Well, listen, she... It was she, about an hour and a half. She basically played her album, album, and she had, like, three feature songs. Yeah. I thought it was perfect for me, just the right length, because... The uh, opener wasn't very long. Grandpa I don't needs, know who it was, because they didn't even tell us, and it yeah, wasn't on the ticket. I forget the name. Some YouTube person. I don't know. But... Dua Lipa was a great show. Probably never going to see her in a setting like that again. No. And because just of how big she's gotten, I think that she'll probably last. I really love live music. Like one of the songs, I don't really remember now what song it was, but it like literally brought me to tears. Like I was just crying and it's not even about, <laughs> it's not even about like any kind of emotion I had attached to the lyrics of the well, song. Well, it's probably it's just, more like do it. It moves me like, yeah, her, just hearing the live through. music and hearing like just the lyrics period. Not even that I relate to anything with them, but and she can like, making me and cry. she can sing. Yeah, she definitely she can good. sing. Uh, just two dancers with her, I think. And it was some girl, a couple yeah, girls. A couple and girls. there was like a guy playing piano. And I think maybe I don't know. It was a great experience and definitely yeah, was nice. glad that we did it. Didn't mind paying, as you might have heard in the previous episode, I paid $100. Uh, I did not mind paying that. We got in, we got out, and we're in bed by 11. <laughs> so, perfect night. A granny and grandpa's dream night out. <laughs> All right. So, I visited Anna Maria Island for the first time with my family i'm shocked i've never been there because i i've been to a lot of like little day trippy areas around orlando and that's one place i've never been i was extremely impressed with it uh very impressed i would say well let me just start off by saying it's two out it's about a two hour drive from orlando if you have decent traffic it's just south of st petersburg um in terms of like a map location on a map and then you get to it through Bradenton. I thought it was an easy drive because you're, you're on I four. Um, and then you go up, I think on, was it 75? I think. And it's a quick drive in my opinion. It's two hours, but in my opinion, it didn't feel like two hours. So it's a quick drive. It's a good day trip. Even if you just want to do a day trip from Orlando and my we stayed on the north side of the island and that is the most beautiful um we could walk we my parents rented a beach house we could walk from our beach house onto the beach and the beach is gorgeous it has like the finest sand sand that i think i've ever experienced like you 
had this sand in your hand and a little wet and you almost felt like it was gonna it was like flour and it was gonna turn to like a dough of course it didn't <laughs> but that's what it almost it felt like it was almost gonna turn into that's like how the sand is at siesta key beach it's it's like flour which is siesta and then key it doesn't get flour. hot you know sometimes you walk on the beach and you're like burning your feet that the sand there at siesta key it that it stays cool wonder if it's similar. Yeah. Well, they're not far from each other no. because Siesta Key is just uh, a little bit south of Anna Maria. And the, for me, the northern tip was the nicest. Um, it's just beautiful. The water is clear in some spots. So you can see the, the, the sand below the water and, you know, beautiful blue color. I thought it was great. There were two restaurants that we went to. We went to the sandbar and then we went to the beach house both of them owned by the same company but you know how you go to some of these beach towns in florida and they do have these restaurants on the beach but they're just kind of like dumpy dumpy and kind of like eh. food is mediocre and like bar grill type yeah exactly this was definitely not that very very well done and both beautiful inside and you could literally walk on to the beach from the restaurant it was gorgeous like like you had said i uh, can't believe that i had never been there before and when i was talking to people about yeah i'm going to anna maria everyone was saying oh you're gonna love it it's great and my expectations were met the thing that i would say is there's not many hotels so basically you're either looking at staying at like a motel-ish type place mm-hmm. or a beach rental or you're house. staying at a, a beach house or a condo how was the weather i know you were concerned about because we've been having some crappy weather here in orlando yeah no it was the weather was fine it was uh sunny for the most part i don't think it ever really it didn't really rain so did you have to bust out the switch we did bust it out the the nintendo switch one night just but it was because we it was nighttime and we just busted it out and played some mario kart <laughs> but no we weren't stuck inside which is good but highly recommend it it's beautiful and um there were some good waves because my thing with the gulf coast is sometimes the waves just it feels like you're at like a lake yeah really they like just that. Barely we might we might have talked about that before up. but but the was anyone doing water sports uh, there was boating happening and people were like bodyboarding type thing, but no, no major like there. You couldn't surf like the waves weren't big enough to surf. I want to try paddle boarding. Yeah. And there was paddle boarding happening and canoeing. So people were, had that on the beach and were um, going out from the beach to to do both of those things. Definitely highly recommend it. We did go to um, a donut place. All right, so this donut place that we went to is called the Donut Experiment, and it's a chain. I think they even had a sign that uh, said something like, open your own franchise. <laughs> so, of course, they're wanting, Ask the, for details. Yeah, they're wanting their, the tourists to um, get a, a franchise. But uh, it was good. It was uh, The donuts were like... It was like cake the cake, donuts. like yeah, they were cake donuts, which I liked. The they were very good. So this place kind of, it's on that trend of all these places like uh, designed like Chipotle. You know, like we have Blaze Pizza Blaise. now. That's kind of like, well, really, I guess Subway started right. Yeah. Build your own thing down the line. This works a little bit differently. So they give you a sheet of paper, 
And on that sheet of paper is a grid, and uh, you pick one uh, icing and then one topping. And then there are some uh, donuts that come just one way. And um, so we got we got uh, we got a few. The donuts that I picked um, was a strawberry icing with rainbow sprinkles. Uh, that was their special icing of the day was strawberry. That was good. I got the key lime. The key lime was really good. And then the daily special. Um, I forget what the daily special was. I think it was s'mores. Yes, it was s'mores, mm-hmm. which was really. All of them were really good. The, there was one though that I uh, that I would pass up next time, which was uh, my mom did order it uh, for us. It was uh, sriracha. So it, it was a cake donut. I'm not sure what the ice. What is was. up with places putting sriracha, sriracha is the thing in, in desserts? Like it doesn't belong in desserts. So it was the cake donut. I'm not sure what icing, and then it had peanuts, and then some kind of drizzle. It had some kind of drizzle of sriracha. So you took a bite of it. I took a bite of it. No good. Mm, I wouldn't. I mean, it was. It was. It was what it was supposed it's to be. Acquire, yeah. So if you really were a sriracha fan, that's your thing. Then what I was also impressed with was their iced coffee. So that was really good. It was really, it was basic iced coffee. He asked us, did you want, um, did you want sugar and cream? Mm -hmm. And my mom on hers said, well, can you just hold the sugar? And he said, well, actually, um, the sugar and cream is like, it's pre it's pre-mixed it's the way we do it it's the way they pour it now if she mm-hmm. wanted if she wanted cream and sugar the way she wanted it they had that for her they would have just handed it the plane but they have this pre-mixed cream and sugar that they put into it and i got it my that, I wonder if that's my what way. makes it so good it was so good and my mom was like okay yeah i'll have it that way too it was worth worth it it was very good it was not too sweet it was just right. It was awesome. So I definitely recommend if you're, um, even if you're just going for the day, head over to make that your first stop for in the morning. Uh, the, yeah, the donut load up experience. on your donuts and your iced coffee. Just you know, a lot of places. I notice when I go on beach trips, like it's just not a lot. It's just like miles and miles of rundown hotels. This or, is not what Anna Maria was. And uh, like no restaurants or or just like these little hotel restaurants. That was not what Anna Maria was to me at all. Now, there were no hotels, I would say that. Like I mentioned, like pretty much you're looking at motels. Um, but there were some nice restaurants. And um, the houses were nice. You could tell that a lot of them had been re- redone. Um, and I wonder uh, if we should check out the Airbnb for, yeah, for Anna Maria. Definitely. And... There was some new construction as well. So, and that I saw several homes being built or uh, having an extensive remodeling. So, very nice. I do recommend the north side of the island mainly for the beach. Um, and it just seems a little bit nicer on the north side. There was also this other place where I had a mimosa smoothie at Ginny, Ginny's and Jane E's Cafe and Gift Store. It was cute it was a very eclectic inside it was pretty big it was bigger than i was expecting so they had it to little be. like gifts and stuff like books jewelry yeah, exactly it's kind of like a 
they might even have like, like different vendors set up mm-hmm. in different areas of the store. And then they, uh, I would say like maybe half of the store is that. And then the rest is tables and chairs. Uh, and you, uh, it's counter service. So you order the counter. Um, I didn't try their food, but the mimosa smoothie was, was there was alcohol tasty. in it? Yeah, there was alcohol in it. I did notice though on the Island and the beaches, the beaches don't, um, it's illegal to have alcohol. All together? All together. Because, you know, most usually the rule is just as long as you don't have a, a glass cup. You know, as, as long as you don't have it in glass that it's okay. All together. Which uh, um, I'm sure that people um, I mean, say. obviously people are not yeah, I'm sure people say that. He goes to the beach and doesn't drink alcohol. Right. So I'm sure people, you know, take their flasks or <laughs> their... Because nobody's really going to ask. Though I did see a sheriff uh on the beach or whatever authority was on the beach but yeah i thought that was interesting there seemed to be some some rules uh on the beach but um the mimosa was very good any hotties at the beach or was it like a bunch of old people no it was a mixed crowd it was lots of uh it was family um it wasn't a lot of old it was very mixed it was very nice was it camden's first beach trip i think this might have been camden my nephew's first beach trip and he did it to i think took him a little while to get used to uh to the water and the waves and all that (laughs) good stuff but it was fun and it was just a nice relaxing time i highly recommend to go even if it's just for a day trip but if not day trip i would you know tell you look into a rental if you can stay on the northern side of the island that's just my personal opinion uh the north side is is the best the better cool and i would say yeah there's restaurants but cook take take your own food i would say and cook in the house if you're renting a house or expect yeah, to i think do that's kind of some of the beach experience when yeah. you go on a beach vacation is kind of you know packing your own stuff your lunches your snacks for the beach so you can just we left straight the day there f- for the beach we left straight from magic kingdom basically so i brought I didn't bring any like perishables really. And, but I would say if I was to do it again, I would say I would leave with perishables. Like I would hit up Sam's or whatever I needed to beforehand to get, to get stuff. Did your house have a barbecue grill? Yes, it did. And a oh, pool. That would have been fun. Yeah. And it had you a pool. You could have ate by the pool. We did eat by the pool. <laughs> it was, it was a lot of fun. I definitely recommend even just, like I said, just a day trip. So how was your family visit? It was good. Um, my family is like obsessed with Disney and they came for my sister's birthday. She was selling her celebrating her 21st birthday and she wanted to spend it here with us. So luckily, um, Disney never does this. So I have an annual pass. I have a silver pass, which means my pass has blockout dates. Uh, there's several tiers that you can get. Um, silver, gold, weekday select, weekends only. And, um, so right before my family got here, I I was thinking that, uh, I was going to have to let get one of my friends that works for Disney to let me in. And then my mom, she surprised me and bought me a ticket so that I could spend a second day with them because my pass gets blocked out for the whole summer months, uh, June, July, and all like almost the whole month of August. And, um, 
it popped up on my phone a, a push notification that they lifted the blockout dates for silver and weekday select pass holders. So if you have a pass, um, you can visit all through all four parks through June 29th. So not really like right before they cut you out so that you can't see Toy Story. <laughs> but well, I, I'm hoping there might be a soft opening. I'm going to go there probably on the 29th just to see. see. Well, people are people are experiencing Toy Story now. Yeah, they had a cast preview um, last week. This is something else that I heard from some cast members is that the cast members for like a limited time. Well, they got, they recently got two comp tickets, but there was a limited time that they could use the comp tickets. So my guess is that Disney's projected attendance is not so great. And so they're looking to get people into the parks. I thought that Mm -hmm. because that's the only time they do things like that at Disney is to counterbalance, uh, you know, if they see a dip in the attendance, but uh, the park was super packed. Like, It reminded me why why I buy the Silver Pass and I don't go all summer because it was so crowded. So the two rides, like, uh, for example, the two rides that never have a wait, which is a Journey to Imagination with Figment right. and Epcot, mm-hmm. never a wait. Never, not always, my whole life, walk in the building, walk straight up to board. The line was all the way to the door. We wow. waited probably 15 to 20 minutes to get on that ride. Wow, that's a long time. Uh, and then at Magic Kingdom, the people mover in um, Tomorrowland, they had an extended queue line set up. We wow. probably waited 15 or 20 minutes for that, too. Wow. And that's another ride that you just get directly on at all times, always. So it was super packed, and it was hot. It was so hot. It was like in the 90s and there was not a cloud in the sky we had fun that's good it was nice my mom uh bought a little graphic on etsy and made us matching (laughs) t-shirts we had matching t-shirts for my because you didn't show me pics of the matching t-shirts because they were fine they were uh, they just said 2018 and one (laughs) i think the zero had mickey ears on it it was good and then we also my mom also bought i actually side note well i kind of liked having the matching t-shirts just because i could spot them really easily across the park like when i came to the because i was meeting there the day we went to magic kingdom i was meeting my family there because they stayed at a hotel and i was brian is not a matching t-shirts type of guy uh but i came in and i saw my dad right away (laughs) so i was like oh there they are i didn't have to call or anything i think that's the point of matching shirts sometimes i guess (laughs) but we got rose gold ears too todd got your no, got. <laughs> he didn't. He just wore a basic Mickey shirt. He he didn't even wear a matching hey, that's shirt. A good, he's still being a good sport, though. So, but um, yeah, so we had fun. And then we went to uh, a place that we liked that my mom always wants to go when she comes to town is in Dr. Phillips. They have a it's called MC Nail Spa. And it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like an elevated nail salon so when you go in they have elevated as in it's nice nicer it's a little bit nicer of an experience but it's not like a full service spa got it so you can go in and they have like the front room is just for nails if you're getting your nails done and then if you are getting any kind of massage or pedicure you walk over this little bridge in front of a waterfall it sounds really pretty and then you go into this back room and it's dark it's like dark there's like uh, some candles okay it's just to relax you the music is nice it's like spa music and they have like these chairs these special chairs they're not like the regular pedicure chair it's like a recliner but then there's like a little bench that goes over top of the 
the water that you put your feet in. Okay. So basically you sit down on that bench, you put your feet in the water and you let them soak. And while you're soaking, the masseuse will give you like a 20 minute shoulder massage. And then, uh, they stand you up, they spin you around, sit you in the seat, you pick your feet up and then they slide the bench over the water. Okay. And you, they, you lay your legs flat out on the bench and they give you like a 20 minute foot massage. And then after that, then they go ahead and cream your feet and file and cut the cuticles. So what's the cost on that? $50, okay. which is great because like a regular, like say you go to any regular nails, like mm-hmm. basic nail salon in a strip mall, uh, you're going to pay $25, $30 for a right. pedicure. Might as well pay the extra. So you might as well pay the extra to get the service, the 30 minutes of massage. I mean, it's so nice. And uh, generally, so this place also has massage rooms where you can get an hour long full body Mm -hmm. and you go in the room and they shut the curtains and, you know, you have privacy. So the people that are certified to do massage and that do those services, they will be the ones to do the shoulder, give you the shoulder and the foot massage. Wow. And then another person comes in. So it's not the technician. It's not the technician. No. Then the, the nail tech will come in after they're done and give you your pedicure and then that that's a nice way that's how i met uh, a really nice lady that i liked that was giving me massages for i have really bad tmj so she you know she massaged me once and i told her can you just not focus on my shoulders but focus on my mouth and she massaged your mouth yeah she massaged my jawline my the back up to the back of my neck and it was amazing. And she was like, well, why don't you, you should, here's my card, come in for a full hour. We'll do a full hour and I, and I can do a lot more for you. So, you know, it's a way to sample people, you know, sometimes you, you know, you might get somebody you like more than others, their technique of massaging. So, you know, I did a few sessions with her, but then she just, I called one day to book an appointment. They were like, Oh, she doesn't work here anymore. Uh. I'm like, Oh, thanks. Elvira didn't even give me the heads up. (laughs) But, uh yeah so my family loves doing that my family and my friend my friend rachel christy my sister and my mom they love doing this because it's not something that we have uh, we don't have anything like this in our hometown we just have the basic strip mall places but um so we made an appointment the three of us went there we tried to get todd to go he said no hell no (laughs) hell no i won't go so where did you so, drop Todd at? We <laughs> we dropped him off at the uh, the bookstore, Barnes and Noble. Uh, the Barnes and Nobles that's uh, yeah, yeah. a little bit down the strip mall, Lake. and because uh, he loves books, so we dropped him <laughs> off there, <laughs> <laughs> and he pissed around for a little bit while we got our pedicures. So yeah, we just did the Disney thing, and I had to work most of the time they were here. I, I only got like three days off, so. But we had a good time. It was nice. The weather was just, it was, the weather was so hot. Oh, I I haven't been to Disney in the summer in a very, very long time. Because once I stopped working at Disney, I said never again. Right. If I live here, I'm going to choose when I get to experience Disney. And that's going to be in the months where it's cooler (laughs) and less crowded. Well, some people come here and they ask, how do you deal with the heat? When I say, well, you get used to it. Just I like think. you deal with the snow. You don't go outside. You just stay so in your house. That's exactly right. But I think your body adjusts to some extent. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, up north, you have the winter, and you don't go outside as much. Well, here, you know, 
in Orlando, we don't go outside as much in the summer. Um, I definitely can tell a difference when you go to the beach in the summer, like the temperature is definitely different. It's much nicer and cooler. So you're either at the pool in the AC or headed to the beach that time of year to, to, uh, do everything we can to stay cool. Well, what I, I did want to talk about was some Sunrail updates because you know I love the train. May 1st, 2014, Sunrail opened here in Orlando, and they just opened Phase 1, and then they promised a Phase 2 to be opened this year, and which is um, so starting Monday, July 30th, it's going to be cer- uh, four new stations are going to be opened, uh, Meadowwoods and uh, in Orange County, and then in Osceola County, we have uh, a stop at Tupperware, uh, downtown Kissimmee, and Poinciana. So that's extending um, the current rail uh, 17 additional miles to the already existing 32 miles. And this is like a commuter train that basically you can park at the station and some people will park and then take it into the city. And then from there, you could walk to your job or whatever. I'm waiting for the weekend hours. To yeah, come up. they still have. I, I mean, it says on their website. So you're going to go ahead and if you do use this or are interested in using it, go ahead and refer to their website because there's a lot of stipulations. I don't want to read it all, but uh, you can go to the sunrail.com. Um, but they're going to be, it says that they're extending hours. They're, ex- they're adding more trips per day. And, but I, I still don't think they're doing weekends. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be working on that or not, but so we, the one time I did ride this was like that first week that it opened. So I'm like a big train dork. I don't think I really talked about that yet. I used to work on the train at Disney and that's when I fell in love with trains and I remember when it opened, I, I drug you and Dev to the station and you wouldn't get on because BK doesn't do public transportation. Well, at the time I probably didn't, but there at was that probably time you a, didn't, a better yeah. reason of why are we going to So go basically We're I not- just stood there like a big dork and just <laughs> stared at the train and drooled all over it. And we watched it pull out and then we left. And then maybe like a week later... The opening week, my friend Rachel came and I was like, we're going to ride the train. Let's go. Like, let's just park and ride it like just to ride it. So when it opened, there were there were quite a few accidents, like a lot of accidents for that first month or so, because people in Orlando just they weren't used to a train. They weren't weren't used to a train. And I don't know why, but they just thought it would be okay to drive around the arm once the arm comes down. Just they think if the train isn't immediately coming, oh, let me just (laughs) go around the arm because I can't wait here for five seconds because the train is literally like three cars long. It's not long at all. It takes literally like two minutes to pass once it gets to your point. So um, when we rode it, we we were involved in an accident. (laughs) We hit a car because a car came trying to go around so we ended up having to sit there for like an hour while the police came and like figured everything out but (laughs) that was my one and only experience with the sun rail i never wrote it again i mean i would like to i just don't really have a reason to because i don't i mean i don't really have a reason but i would love to i I think that we should we we talked about riding it to like the farmer's market or or we talked about riding it to winter park because it stops in winter park right there in the main area it stops at a perfect place that's why i would really wish that they would get the weekend hours together and hopefully eventually at some point there will be uh the 
the um the the people will want you know kind of call for it to yeah. have weekend hours i think that for us where we stand right now probably the the tupperware station or the florida mall station probably be the most convenient yeah it it both are not the, uh, really that convenient um, but it would just be a nice, exp- you know, a nice option. And it's really nice. They have like a desk seating. So basically like four people, you know, like you're at a booth at a restaurant mm-hmm. and they have plugs. You can plug your, your devices in. You can do work while you're, you know, get your laptop out, do some work if you need to. It's really nice. It doesn't really go that fast. I mean, it, it I liked it a lot. Well, hopefully it'll be used more and more. Other than being in the accident, it was super nice. Uh, hopefully it'll be used more and more. And I'm looking forward to the Bright Line, which will take us all the way down to Miami. So this uh, that's cool. a different train. Yeah. But they've I've noticed I follow them on Instagram, and I think that the West Palm Beach station is open now. The Fort Lauderdale station is open now, and they've just recently opened Miami. So those those three stations are open the final one to open will be orlando the one by the airport yeah and that that station's already built i think at this point they're just need it is so big it's, it's like ginormous it's it looks it's i just wonder what's building. going on in there because i mean well they're just gonna what do you really need that big of a building for well they have they have parking i mean all their stations from what i've seen on instagram are very nice very grandiose very nice yeah beautiful so I, but I think it's going to be another two or three years before we even get that train going from Orlando. But uh, I'm looking forward to that because I don't really like the drive to Miami. I would much rather, if if it's possible, get on a train and just sit, you know, work on things that I need to work on um, for the different things that we do, and not listen to music or take a nap, not have to drive, of, and not having to not have to drive. Yeah, the Miami, and the, then just the take drive, Ubers once you get to Miami. Yeah, the drive from here to Miami is boring. It's bo- nothing to look boring. at. Flat, boring, very boring. So, but yeah, that's a that's kind of the some of the train news that I think that when we get to that final place, it'll be exciting and hopefully Sunreal will continue to grow. I mean, I think it kind of in some ways has been looked at as kind of like a joke, like oh, just yeah. you know, it's a Sunreal. But uh, hopefully, with the added stations, I think for all the money that they've invested in it, I think that it could be better utilized. Honestly, I mean. It's really nice. It's really nice. And especially with the I-4 project, getting any amount of vehicles off I-4 yeah. is, a, is a good idea. You know, the more people that can commute on the train, the better. And it stops right downtown. So if you have a job downtown. And I noticed that, um, so in Orlando, we have these bike stations, like a lot of big cities, where you can rent bikes. So if you wanted to. You could ride the train and then right beside the station, they have the bike station. You could take a, and there's other stations throughout the city. So you can buy from one place, return to another. So you could essentially bike, you know, like I would really like to take the Sunrail, get a bike and then um, go to Lake Eola for the farmer's market and then ride the bike around Lake Eola. Definitely. That's something I want to do probably after the summer is done. <laughs> yeah. Not the best time to ride a bike right now. No, but they're all good resources to have for city life. I know Orlando isn't like the biggest city, but it's getting there. It's making strides with these type of things. 
Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, we will see you next time. Follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context. Visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com. Listen and subscribe on the Apple Podcast app, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Spotify. All right. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.